Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hi there, it's Julia Louis-Dreyfus. You may know me from my podcast called Wiser Than Me, where I talk to older women and get their wisdom from the front lines of life. I was amazed by how many people told me our show made them look forward to getting older, which is why I'm here to talk about season two of the show. Sally Field, Billie Jean King, Beverly Johnson, Ina Garten, Bonnie Ray, just to name a few. All hail old women. Wiser Than Me season two is out now from Lemonada Media. I know. You're thinking, what's so fucking happy about happy hour this week? I know. We had radioactive Fukushima hell pigs eating our spectrum cable lines. <laughs> oh. Well. I got. And who, who did they belong to? We think Moby. Uh, we yeah. suspect Moby. Because he's, he's harboring an, pigs. Animal lover. Yeah. I think he saved them and they're eating our cable lines. However. I got. My point is. <laughs> We needed a little pick-me-up, and we, we got it from Glenn Kirshner, oh. because justice did done come. Oh, yeah, yeah right and, there. And if you have the video podcast, he looks good. Mm-hmm. He is he wearing his aviators. Good. Yeah. And he assures us this justice is coming. Yeah. It's just breathing heavily right now. Oh. <sighs> okay. Because I know a lot of us are getting frustrated. Yeah. A lot of nipple mm-hmm. circling legally. We really want to see some fucking indictments. We want you to stick it in, yeah, we basically. Wanna, yeah. Buenos dias. Stick it in! Buenos dias. Oh, well that. Buenos dias. Yes. We also have uh, Dr. Redland or Dr. Doom. Yeah. Who is, uh, just because we are, we've had, well, you are ruthless. You are in the <laughs> hurry up and die unvaccinated people. And I, I am in the sexy liberal. No, no. I'm tired of molly, molly coddling these people. That's not even a word that a man your age uses. My stars and, and garters, they do. Cheese and crackers. And we lost Donald Rumsfeld. Too. All right. Oh, dear. That was the moment of silence. Okay. <laughs> Did war criminals get longer than that? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> but my point is, I, I just, I, it really is, it's a problem. The Delta variant in unvaccinated states is a fucking problem. So we have Dr. Doom, and then we need a little uh, justice foreplay and completion mm-hmm. with Glenn Kirshner. Enjoy. Good morning, Dr. Doom. How are you? Hi there, Seth. You, you saw I tried to outdoom you during a break. You said, how was your vacation? I said, well, my dog died and my 98-year-old mom with Alzheimer's doesn't remember I was there for a week. I'm good. How are you? Hey, it could have been worse. But anyway, I'm, oh, I'm could be raining. I'm, yeah. oh. I'm glad you got to see your mom. Everything's good here, Maya. Thank okay. you. All right, good. Well, I, except that we're saying it is just, it really is becoming, talk about, you know, a divide and red state, blue state, right? I, I just... I don't know what more we can keep saying about the Delta variant and how serious it is. Yeah. And, you know, Sean, just his home is in uh, home state is Missouri and they're in a state of emergency in Missouri. He just went home to visit yeah. family. And it's, you know, the and we were saying in some counties, you've got vaccination rates in the teens or, or 20 percent. Yeah, it's really dangerous. And, you know, you kind of suspected it, but it was still a little shocking to see that the, all of the deaths, 100 percent of the covid deaths 
have been occurring in the red states where vaccination rates are low. And it, it's just amazing to me how little regard people have for their own health, not to mention the health and safety of their families and their communities. It's, it's incredibly antisocial. Well, and, and you as a pediatrician, as a pediatrician, Doc, I mean, we were saying this is the right wing has always been the what about the children party and they can't be exposed to gay people and, to you know, swear words. They're the people that aren't getting vaccinated when children can't get vaccinated yet. So you're putting your own children yeah. at risk. You know, yeah, other, as you maybe. say, other immune compromised people with organ transplants or whatever. Right. So it's not just yeah. you you're affecting. No, and this is a message that really, I think, has to be stronger. But on the other hand, people who are believing in conspiracy theories and other craziness that they're finding on, the, on social media and on the Internet uh, don't necessarily have a lot of uh, social values. You know, like, like I'm not sure that the argument that you may make others sick uh, is not sinking in. I, I don't know why. It's just that people's feelings on that side of the fence are so extreme and so concretized that we just don't seem to be making progress with those particular people. Yeah. You know what we need to do? We need to talk about the fact that it was your guy, it was Trump who created the op- you know the Operation Warp Speed. Right. right. Why? He was trying to get people vaccinated. Yeah. And then Biden really pushed it, and we were doing great in some places. But it's really a, 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 a collusion between Trump and Biden that has been so effective in getting the vaccines. Collusion. Lots of, collu- lots of collusion. <laughs> yes, we should say that. We should yeah. push collusion. <laughs> lots of collusion. Yeah. Um, well, Doc, I don't know if you've heard, but uh, Chris Lavoie is of the ABFAV uh, about the people in the red states that are unvaccinated. He- oh, for God's sake, just die. That may be a little harsh. Okay, Dr. Redliner has done taken a first no harm. I, as sexy liberals, we can't just, right? I don't want people to get sick and die, but they're saying, you know, like even medical staff in places, Doc, are saying they're so frustrated because it's preventable this time. And so it, it is, yeah. but as you say, they're endangering all of us because our vaccines aren't as effective. There's different studies, correct? But our vaccine correct. is not as effective against the, and the next one, it might not be effective at all against the next variant, correct? Well, it seems to be, this is, the, this is where we are now. If you are fully vaccinated, you may or may not need a booster shot. But if you're fully vaccinated, and especially if you get a booster shot, or if you've had, if had the uh, uh, COVID-19 in the past, the actual disease, you will be most likely protected against the Delta and every other variant. And at least if you got the Delta variant, for example, you will not have the, the same chance of getting very sick or dying. In fact, it's very protective, yeah. keeping you out of the hospital, even if you get infected. So it makes every sense in the world, stuff to get vaccinated. It is frustrating. I mean, there was a hospital in Missouri that ran out of ventilators yeah. for a while. And they're asking we're, we're for respiratory that. therapists from other states mm-hmm. that were back to the beginning of COVID in, in, in some ways. In yeah, well, state. it felt like that. But, you know, it yeah. gave you the chills. Like, are you kidding? You're not getting vaccinated. Why? Yeah. And the arguments make less and less sense with this differentiation between uh, fatality rates among those who are vaccinated and those who are not. And yeah. by the way, the other issue is global. We have Africa, which has less than 2% in most countries of its populations that are vaccinated. And those vaccines are being hoarded by the superpowers. Yeah. And we have, a, we have a mess. And in Africa and other, other places, they are festering virus that can mutate to some very dangerous forms that can get 
back yes. to the U.S. And as you always say, until we eradicate it everywhere, it's not eradicated anywhere. And, you know, right. um, Sean was just talking about his girlfriend Jess is in a book club with people from around the world. They're disgusted with us. They can't get yeah. a vaccine. They're literally dying yeah. to get a vaccine. And they see yeah, Americans yeah. going, eh, I don't want it. My freedom. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. All right. Crazy so, freedom. Yeah. Yeah. What's that? I'm sorry. Yeah. No, it's just a crazy way to think that your freedom is, is jeopardized if yeah. somebody says you need to get vaccinated. Yeah. It's nuts. Well, I mean, and how offensive to Jewish people is it that Marjorie Taylor Greene and others keep calling people brown shirts and Nazis that are trying to keep you alive, which is the exact opposite of what Nazis were trying to do. I mean, it's okay. We are just, okay. You wrote a great piece in the Hill because you are also a disaster. You founded the disaster recovery uh, Institute there at Columbia. Um, So you're a disaster recovery expert. So this um, Surfside building collapse and it is interesting because you have a lot of thoughts on infrastructure, which we're doing this week and we're talking about. Um, you said South Florida collapse shows infrastructure is a persistent threat to public health. The deadly building collapse in South Florida is a searing reminder that fragile infrastructure can have tragic public health consequences. And you say, although exceptions can and have occurred, 72 hours is considered the essential rescue window for people trapped in the rubble following the collapse of a building, unless I guess there's an air pocket or something. After that, you say an ongoing source of oxygen and water. Without that, especially in the presence of severe injury, survival becomes increasingly unlikely. So we've passed that window, um, obviously. And as you said, the hope is... By a long time. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I mean, so, but you were, t- I, you know, obviously this has already been discussed, but potentially serious design flaws recognized three years ago in this ill-fated combo, condo should be assumed to be an imminent threat to the structural integrity of the two other buildings in the same complex as an immediate precaution. People should be evacuated from the neighboring buildings until inspections can be conducted. Yeah. Have you, are they doing yeah. that? Have you heard anything about that? Well, I've heard it's still voluntary whether people will stay in the building or not. The inspections are going to take a while. Uh, they've not been completed. It's going to be very difficult to do those inspections, but it's absolutely essential. Uh, you know, this is a this is a strange and very difficult time because the 72-hour window was passed, you know, yeah. 12 days ago. And so, uh, you know, this is really, in effect, no longer search and rescue. This yeah. is more of a recovery of the uh, victims yeah. phase. And uh, the whole thing is just absolutely sad but a reminder as i was writing about that infrastructure is critical and the fact that biden's been pushing this is one of the great things about joe biden he really gets what the country needs to do and uh he's 100 right but then you ask yourself it's like with the vaccine stuff why why is there a negotiation about whether we're going to make our society safer what the hell are we talking about it's 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 absurd. It's a win-win and for everybody. It's jobs. It's I mean, and you bring in a lot of things yeah. that are in this bill, Doc. You say um, additional damage uh, was caused by recurrent flooding subsequent to sea level rise associated with climate change. And what about the resilience of uh, area of buildings in areas where there's earthquakes, wildfires, or tornadoes are a recurrent risk? Hello. But earthquakes yeah. and wildfires out right. here, you said, should stabilizing and upgrading safety of buildings, especially multifamily residential structures, be included? I believe so. In earthquake prone regions, including in California, new constructions of hospitals and schools must meet standards to offer protection from earthquake. Older, you know, and uh, on and on. You say, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, and you say the first in- investment package of the bill will make the country far more secure and less fragile while creating countless good paying jobs, providing universal access to broadband, improving resilience 
to climate change. Again, Doc, where is the where's the loss in there? Where, where is there not a win for everybody? But this this is what we're, we're we're fighting a party that is just resistant to I don't know not just facts but giving anything that's perceived as a win to Joe Biden or Democrats, right? It's so sick, and no matter how much harm it causes to to block him at every step, people are so hardened politically. I mean, Dwight Eisenhower Eisenhower built the interstate highway system. Yep. In the early 50s, there was zero resistance. Everybody knew we needed it. Everybody and, took um, the polio vaccine. There was no Fox News. Yeah. <laughs> right? The, I mean, the smallpox vaccines, polio vaccine. Yeah. There, there was not this kind of political uh, impact on something that's for the public good. It's, you know, it's, I know I'm frustrated and I'm sounding it, but but the fact is, I, I it's sort of is it lost to me as to why. Uh, people will allow politics and craziness to interfere with what's in their best interest. It's like maddening. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, you close by saying, uh, while fixing America's infrastructure is necessary to function optimally and compete in the 21st century, these upgrades and repairs made me the most important investments in safeguarding the public's health that we have ever made. Let's hope this agenda can be a common ground pursuit for Republican and Democratic leaders alike. Um yeah, it is. I you have to. I have to say, Doc, you're right. It is a. Eisenhower was a colleague of my dad's. You know, and it just the Republican Party just wasn't like this. They really did, no. reach, you know, reach across the aisle to some degree. And this is a win-win for every. I mean, you have Mitch McConnell on tape yesterday, talking about all the money that's going to come to Kentucky and the help from the Relief Act, and saying, "Yeah, no, no one in my party voted for it." I mean, he just politically, you didn't used to say things like that. Like you didn't. I wasn't for that. And I, you're not going to get any more if, if you reelect me. Right. I mean, it's so I don't know Amazing. what to say about infrastructure. Right. I mean, it's just what how is this a, a loss for anybody? Right. How is it a loss? And what is really the dynamic? And I think this is where Trump's in horrendous legacy is causing ongoing damage to our our way of life and our way of doing things and getting things done. And I, I just, you know, I, if, if you sit opposite a, um, a an anti-vaxxer or somebody who agrees with the fact that we should not, let's say, fix our infrastructure, what are you saying to them? You're saying, well, if we don't do this, you are at risk. You or your community, the building you live in, the, the levees that, that, uh, that will not protect you from uh, flooding and so on. These things need to be fixed. Why, why, why don't you agree? What right. does it mean that you don't Doc, agree? A little bit of breaking news. All fans have been banned from the Olympics as Tokyo announces COVID state of emergency. Yep. This goes to what we were saying. They're about 15% vaccinated there. They can't get the vaccine while we, you know, what percentage of us is just refusing it? And so it's, it's you know, we can't have nice things again <laughs> worldwide until we all get to, you know, come together somehow and eradicate yeah. this, right? Yeah, yeah, of course. I think in some ways, Steph, we may be kidding ourselves while we're going to this rapid uh, coming back yeah. uh, strategy that we're seeing in so many places. And I think we could get in trouble. Um, right, it's not, that's what I said yesterday. Vaccinated. It's not over for you if you're not vaccinated. COVID's not over, right? right? It's totally not over. And, um, you know, you could kid yourself and think that you could just go out and party and gather in large groups. But you will be exposed and you will be absolutely vulnerable to getting a very serious version of COVID. So, yep, I know. 
All right, one last one last doctor question. When I roll my eyes, was my mom right that my eyes will stick like that? Because there was someone <laughs> at the gate in Charlotte with a mask that said, I'm being forced to wear this. And I did roll my eyes so hard that they did stick. You probably saw your brain. How long, though? I saw my brain. Pardon? If you if you had a severe case yes. of eye rolling, it could last a week. Okay. <laughs> so right. I would be careful. Well, it's lasted yeah. more than four hours, By so way, I've consulted my doctor, leave. you. Yeah. They know I'm kidding. You're on right. Of course. I, yes. I understand. Yes. All right. Love Chris, you. Make sure they know. I will. I will, Doc. I'll tweet it out. Love you, Dr. Doom. <laughs> See you next week. Thanks. Red Letter causes an epidemic of fear about eye rolling. Yeah. <laughs> Fox what News reports. That? Fox News report. Crazy liberal doctor <laughs> ignites worldwide panic about eye rolling. <laughs> Love you, Dr. Red Leonard. Thanks, Doc. There he goes. Well, there is a lot going on in the world that can make it difficult to relax and decompress, right? Like that orange sack of treasonous triglycerides that won't shut the fuck up ever. I don't like him. Okay. You've experienced the Sunday scaries, that feeling of dread in the pit of your stomach that comes on Sunday afternoons. Now there's a totally different Sunday scary. Vitamin-boosted CBD gummies. You don't even have to wait until Sunday night rolls around. Self-care so important, and Sunday Scaries is here to help. Sunday Scaries believes that everyone deserves a hand on a difficult day if you're looking for a way to decompress. Sunday Scaries got you covered with their CBD products. Visit sundayscaries.com. Use that promo code SEXYLIBERAL, all one word, at checkout to get 25% off your order. That is 25% off at sundayscaries.com. Boo! Promo code sexy liberal. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. These products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. These products are not for use or sale to persons under the age of 18. Sundayscaries.com. Type in sexy liberal. Oh, it said you can't see those blue eyes now because he's wearing his aviators outside and looks uh-huh. even more handsome than ever. Good morning, Glenn. Good morning, Steph. How are we doing? <laughs> Good. So, uh, all right, let's start with that. Since the vice president uh, obviously just talked about it yesterday. It, it, we've talked about this before. I, if there's not voting rights, there's nothing. I, there's no other issues because we have no democracy. What, I mean, I, I know a lot of us are getting frustrated about justice on a lot of fronts. So talk to us about what they're I mean this is a good I say we fight it on every level so the 25 million dollar investment to expand voting rights by the DNC is a start but what about legally what what in terms of what Mayor Garland is doing talk to us about that yeah so first of all Steph the good news is they can't stop us from getting to the polls they can try they can say no water they can say fewer drop boxes they cannot stop us from getting to the polls but legally what can be done well this is where the Department of Justice has to either put on the gloves or take off the gloves. They have to get serious, you know, because these laws will not attack themselves. The Department of Justice has to attack the laws that are being passed in state after state to tamp down voting of, let's call it what it is, communities of color. And it looks like the Supreme Court is not going to be much help, right, because of their recent opinion saying, well, as long as the law doesn't have a discriminatory intent, you know, even if it does have a, a discriminatory effect, it's okay. Well, guess what? There's not a single state legislature that's passing a voter suppression law saying, in our zeal to suppress the black vote, we are passing the following law. It's all about the impact that the law has. So the Department of Justice needs to enter the fray, not only in Georgia, but in every single state because the Department of Justice is our law firm and it needs to fight for us. 
Well, Chris, did you just say they're starting a third third audit or whatever it is, recount in Arizona? Yep. I mean, in Pennsylvania, it looks like they're pushing back on this attempt to do the same thing they're doing in Arizona. I mean, this stuff just has to be shut down, doesn't it? I don't even understand how it's legal in the first place to seize the physical ballots and take them to a cabin in Montana and violate democracy. I just... It sure feels illegal. It feels like an abuse of our rights as voters, right? To have some privacy, some sanctity, some protection of our vote and our private information. The problem becomes when you have judges in these states who are willing to issue a court order saying, yeah, the cyber ninja, you know, uh, accounting firm can do whatever they want with the ballots. It gives them this sort of veneer of legal cover. This is why you can't rely on the states to police themselves. The Department of Justice has to enter the fray. Unfortunately, as important as holding Trump accountable for his countless crimes against the American people, as important as that is, what's even more important at this moment is for the Department of Justice to attack what's being done by the states to interfere with a free and fair election. Yeah. Well, I mean, because obviously at this hour, it doesn't look great in terms of the filibuster and and trying to do it uh, legislatively, does it? Yeah, I don't understand the mansions and the cinemas. Uh, I mean, we really are allowing the tyranny of the minority, the Republicans, the party voted out of power. We're allowing the tyranny of the minority to basically take away our right to vote. That doesn't make any sense to me. And that's got to change. Yeah. So let's talk about uh, uh, you probably saw John Dean tweeted about Trump's um, ridiculous Facebook, Twitter, whatever lawsuit, which is, of course, not a First Amendment suit because the government. It, oh, didn't Alan Dershowitz say this is the biggest First Amendment case in yeah, the in history, he did. except that it is not because it has to be the government. It's private company is not the government. So it's it not, is terms not a First Amendment. It's the largest case in that it's not a First Amendment case at all. Right. Right, Glenn. Yeah. But, um, uh, and I'll take. I'll take Dershowitz's word for it as much as I'll take Rudy Giuliani, you know, disgraced fallen lawyer's word for it. This is not. Listen, the First Amendment doesn't say Twitter shall pass no law abridging the freedom of speech. Yes. Right. It's about Congress shall pass no law. And that includes the executive branch. The, the president can't issue an executive order taking away our free speech rights. Twitter, Google, Facebook ain't the government. Right. This is not a. But you know, this is not a legitimate lawsuit, Steph. Right. This is a grift. This is a money-raising endeavor by Donald Trump. That is everything. The motive behind everything he does is to line his own pockets. This suit will not see the light of day. The only question is, how will it be dismissed? Well, I, but here's what I wanted to ask you, as you heard, may have heard John Dean tweeted, this should be a nationally televised deposition. Please schedule it next week. Don't move to dismiss, which would be the normal move. Make him deal with the trap he set created for himself. He will lose on the merits. So where was he on O'Reilly yesterday? Mm-hmm. Trump? He said he will give a deposition for his lawsuit about the social media company, even though that means he'll have to testify about the storming of the U.S. Capitol. Um, O'Reilly asked uh, Trump how he'll respond when they argue in court that he was banned for inciting the riot. He said, I didn't. Uh, he went on to deny his involvement in the arrestion, claimed complained about the media, bragged about the size of the rally that turned into a riotous mob, once again pushed his false claim about a fraudulent election. Um, so as we know, Trump has a long history of threatening lawsuits that he doesn't follow through on. Um, O'Reilly right. said they're going to want to take a deposition from you, right? And he said, you're going to sit for a deposition. So Trump said, sure. I mean, I look forward to it, actually. I love talking about the election fraud. 
what do you make of this? Yeah, so is, is he going to sit I, for a deposition where he's under oath about January 6th? No, and I don't want to burst everybody's bubble because we would love to see a nationally televised deposition of Donald Trump because after the first question, yeah. please state your name, he could tell the truth about nothing else. And I'm not even sure he'd get his middle name right. <laughs> but frankly, he will not sit for a deposition. And here's why. One of two reasons. Either Google, Facebook and Twitter will move to dismiss the case on summary judgment because it is not a, uh, right. a supportable lawsuit. But if they don't, for tactical reasons, like John Dean was suggesting, if they don't and they try to push it to discovery, push it to a deposition, Trump's lawyers will then move to dismiss their own suit. Why? Because they've drifted all the money from his red hat wearing gullible base that they can. And then they'll find some reason to say, you know what? We have rethought our litigative position. We are dismissing the lawsuit. Why? Because he ain't going to sit for a deposition. Yeah. Yeah. Quick math, the less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have, the more money you keep. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform, one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required, accessed from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. You improve efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. By popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. NetSuite.com slash Miller. NetSuite.com slash Miller. One more time, NetSuite.com slash Miller. Um, so uh, you tweeted um, why the Trump Organization criminal charges may open the indictment floodgates. Uh, you discussed uh, on your fantastic uh, uh, YouTube discussions, a discussion of president, uh, the precedent and absence of precedent and why the DOJ must take a maiden legal voyage and indict Trump for his crimes. And I, I love the way you said it. You said, as a 30-year uh, prosecutor, I can tell you we are reluctant to bring cases that have no precedent, but sometimes we must, like indicting for the first time a criminal former president. You create precedent by taking a maiden legal voyage um, because hashtag justice matters, right. I'm guessing. So talk to us about that. Sure. So anybody who says because there's no precedent for charging a former president you can't do it is a circular argument it's a specious argument because then you would never be able to do it even if the president brought all of his political opponents into the oval office and and shot them all you couldn't prosecute a sitting president because the argument goes you've never done it before well that's absurd because there can be no precedent if you don't do something for the first time as a prosecutor I took maiden legal voyages at the D.C. U.S. Attorney's Office in the courts of Washington, D.C., and sometimes we made precedent and sometimes I failed. I lost. But you know what? It was a righteous thing to do, trying to vindicate the rights of the victim, protect the community, and you do it, win, lose, or draw. We have to do this for the first time and attempt to set precedent. Well, okay, let's talk about, first of all, what's happening in Georgia? Why is that case not, why have we not heard anything about that? I mean, so many of these cases to us lay people, 
Glenn, looks so slam dunk. It is on tape. Yeah. The election interference, great, right? Great question. And the piece I wrote this week for MSNBC Daily, I tried to set out my view of this as a former career prosecutor. And the reason I say the floodgates are not open yet for indicting Donald Trump, but I think there's a significant crack in the dam and the water is beginning to pour through because the Trump organization has been criminally indicted. What is the Trump organization? It's Donald Trump. We all know it. It's always been Donald Trump. So that is not yet a personal indictment of the president, but it's getting pretty darn close. No prosecutor, not in Georgia, not in New York, not at the Department of Justice, wants to be the first. Yeah. I can tell you, not that yeah. there's overly That's, that's what I want. That's what they, I wondered, right? It's yeah. Yeah, you know. they, they don't want to be the first because then they will get all the intense scrutiny. But once somebody does it like Georgia, because the crime is on reported audio tape, once somebody does it, everybody's going to want to be in the Trump prosecution game. And then you're going to see the indictments begin to flow. Is it, Glenn, it almost feels to me like he did the exact same thing in Arizona. I just don't know if we have the, I think because the guy didn't return the phone call, we don't have the actual phone call evidence. But couldn't you also build a case in Arizona for election interference from what we we're told? Absolutely. But you know what? We've already got everything we need to prove that he violated Georgia state election laws by telling election officials down there, somebody better find me 11,780 votes that fell off the back of a truck somewhere so I can wrongfully be declared the winner. You know, that's mob talk. Yeah, right? that's easy to prove to a jury. Press play. We rest our case. Ladies and gentlemen, go deliberate and convict this mope. So you said uh, your overview of the Trump organization, Weisselberg and Diamond, these crimes are deadly serious. The evidence is strong and all indicators suggest there are more charges to come, uh, which is as it should be. So I I know I think it was uh, our friend Cynthia Oxney said she feels like Ivanka could be next because we've heard obviously a lot about that same sign of setup where she's getting paid as a consultant while she's a full time employee. I mean, this just seems like tax evasion 101, the two sets of books, the all of it. So what where do you think this goes? Because I think you said to us last time, Glenn, that. You know, they've already got the documents that they like Weisselberg's cooperation, but they don't need it. Where do you think things yeah. stand now? Yeah, when you read that 24-page indictment that was handed down against the Trump Organization and Weisselberg, even Weisselberg's tax preparer flipped on him. Weisselberg is dead and stinking in a court of law. He will be convicted if he chooses not to flip. I still don't think they need him. And two most ominous things, Steph, in that 24-page indictment, One is there's an unindicted co-conspirator. We don't know who it is, but it's been reported that it is likely the controller of the organization, Jeffrey McConney. If he has flipped and he went into the grand jury because that was confirmed, if he has flipped and it looks like he has, they don't need Weisselberg. They've got the documents. They've got the controller of the organization. But even more ominous, there are two other people who are unnamed. But the indictment says two other people got the same kind of criminal perks that Alan Weisselberg got. We have to ask ourselves, who of those two people, who is high up enough in the Trump organization? Who is so firmly entrenched in Donald Trump's circle that they might have enjoyed the same criminal benefits and perks that Alan Weisselberg got and is now being prosecuted for? You know what? I'll bet a buck, and that's my betting limit, that their last name is Trump. Not, wow. Okay. And real quick, you also said uh, following New York's lead, D.C. appellate court suspends Giuliani's uh, D.C. law license. What's next for Rudy? Remember those search warrants for the criminal evidence in his electronic devices? Rudy's about to go through some things. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so this is New York and D.C. He's lost his license. So what, yeah, what is going on? They're still 
combing through the electronic devices? What's where is that at? Yes, accountability is finally coming for the crooked, like Rudy Giuliani. So in, in 30 words or less, once the FBI seized all of his electronic devices, why? Because a judge concluded there was evidence of crime in his electronic devices. They were turned over to what's called a special master. It's just an independent person who's reviewing everything in his electronic devices to see if there's any protected or attorney-client privileged information that the prosecutor shouldn't have. And then everything gets handed over to the prosecutors and it will all be used against Rudy Giuliani. Criminal indictments for Rudy Giuliani are likely to come soon. Yay, justice is coming. <laughs> we always get to the end of the ride. Yes, that would it's make fun. a great hashtag. Wow. That would it's... make a great hashtag. Yes. Yeah. Wow. Oh, there's no climax like a Glenn Kirshner climax. Oh, boy. Legally, legally, oh, yeah. legally. I'm not touching that one. Legally. I am not touching that legally. one. Legally, he's legally. in public. Legally, right legally, now. justice Stop has that. come. Justice has come. I love you, Jacqueline Kirshner. Thanks so much for doing this. Love you, Steph. All right, bye. See you guys. Bye. Bye-bye. Where bye. did your mind go? Bye.